how are you? I like how we was all looking at each other. Who's <laughs> gonna start it off? <laughs> How's it going? Good. All it's right. good. Let's do energy check. How you feeling, Doctor Gaines, Doctor Hamlet? I'm good. I'm at like a solid five. Okay, five. I'm at a five too. Okay, about a four, three, four. But um, is it the rain? No. I can't nope. stand the rain. <laughs> I was really? thinking of rain songs. It's my window. Beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone's here and <laughs> accounted for and present. Here we go. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Kurt Franklin. The situation with Kurt Franklin, his son, the recording. Um Sort of what are your thoughts? Like what what what's going on? Is it two adult grown men? Is it toxic parenting? Is it about blended families? What is it about? Where do we start? I was gonna say maybe a little bit of all of the above. A little bit of all of the above. <laughs> all right, so let's give a summary, a highlight of the story, Dr. Gaines. Oh, okay. Well, so what we know on social media is that uh, Carry On, the son, posted a recording of his father, Kirk Franklin, um, basically going off and cursing him out. I don't know if we really know what happened prior to said conversation. We don't. Okay. I was going to say, I know I don't. Um, But then after this recording, um, Kirk Franklin made an, a public apology, and then he and his wife went on Tamron Hall and did another public apology um, to the people, not necessarily his son, which I thought was interesting, but we, we can get back to that. Um, and, yeah. And then his son came back on social media with a few more, um, I don't know if they were tweets or posts to his IG wall, but sort of just negating everything that he had said to, I don't know if it was like poking a sleeping bear, but he basically sort of came back at it like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. You're just saying that for them because that's how you truly are. And and he, you know, in his apology did say, I'm human. And I think that that's what um, people tend to forget sometimes when they see celebrity status. Like, there's Jesus, and I'm standing and walking with Jesus, but then, you know, I might trip and fall aside Jesus and revert to the old me. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that was magnified because he is a gospel singer, singer, artist. So there's, like, this other standard mm-hmm. that people hold him to, which is interesting, though, because from what I saw on social media, a lot of people were like, okay. Right. <laughs> like, you because I mean how many parents (laughs) I mean think about how many times not to justify it but how many times have parents gotten mad you know what I mean and and, and yelled like does it happen yes Um, does it happen to the magnitude where you're calling your child outside of their name maybe maybe not who knows what goes on within the four walls but I don't know it was one he's human you know what I mean? So it's like, you almost feel like, sir, son, what was your point? 
what were, you, what were you looking for? What were you, what were, like, what were you looking for? I mean, can we agree, though? Like, if you call your kid, like, out of their name like that, that it is a toxic thing. You know, it's reminding me of the, the Malcolm and Marie discussion of, like, where is the line? Mm-hmm. Yes, we can. Words. Yeah. We can, but we also have to acknowledge that Kurt is not waking up, starting a conversation, and calling his son outside of his name. Like, there had to have been things coming in, not justifying it, but there had to have been things being said in that conversation. I think for years. Like, to get to that point. Right. And you've then been squabbing like that for. And he hasn't been around. I mean, and Kurt Franklin says he hasn't been around for years because we've had this toxic relationship for years. That's sad. So how does it get that bad? Well, that's the thing, right? I think we need to talk about these unhealthy family patterns that seem to be so present, you know, in our society, in our culture right now. And how does it get that way? How are these things maintained? What can we do to be aware and address it? Like, like you're saying, stuff like this doesn't happen overnight. And for, you know, Kirk Franklin's son to get to a point where he felt like the only course of action he had was to take this recording and put it on social media. Like, what kind of place are you in at that point in time? That's definitely like, I'm going to get back at you kind of, or... Like you were saying before, like, see, it's, you know, to feel validated or help me. Mm-hmm. Is it a call for help or was it just like revenge? That's the thing. We don't we don't know. We're just, you know, from the outside looking in, we can speculate. But I tend to think my my therapist brain tends to think that it was an act of like desperation. Right. Like. I need for people to see this so that I can be validated in the way that I'm feeling right now, that I am being treated horribly by this man I call my father. A man of God. I mean, <laughs> that's what I mean. That's, you know. I mean, you're right. <laughs> Dr. Taj is having a hard time with this. You guys can't see her face, but. Um, carry on. I just have I just have a bunch of looming thoughts about it. I mean, I I, I was it. I don't know. That's just where I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> That's all I could come up. That's all that can come up my mouth. I don't know. Either way, though, don't you think there's an element in speaking of like family relationships? Like in the order of a family, there's the parents and the kid. So the parents always the model for how you manage conflict. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even if his kid did something and he's grown, I, I get it. He's a grown man now, but that's the same order is still there. So like, isn't it always on the parent to to do better in those situations? I mean, yeah, but maybe not. I know. I mean, mean. we're I know talk, right mean. now. We're talking about a 33-year-old man and his dad, right? Like, if we were talking about an 8-year-old and their dad, then sure, I would, you know? But also, too, at the same time, you have to think about what this 33-year-old man has been exposed to and what's been reinforced for those 33 years for him to, you know, that's his response. 
that's not something that's, I feel like that's something that's learned. No. Well, what was his response other than, like, I couldn't really, and when you listen to it, I couldn't really hear what the son was saying except in response to. I meant the response of putting the recording on social media. Yeah. Dr. Taj is still having a hard time. I, I, I think I'm just more or less, I, I get it, but I feel like there's, you can love from a distance, I guess, at a certain point. If you, for me, have to go to the extreme of recording and putting something on social media, you need to step away from the relationship. It does not work for you. Clearly. Um, it's not about, it's not, your coping skills aren't working. <laughs> like, and you need to seriously step away from the relationship. Love from a distance. It's okay. We can agree to disagree. But if there's ever a point where you have to go to this extreme to whether be seen, be heard, get help, and the therapist was on the same phone call, which you didn't, you failed to play, sir, I have a problem with that. So you're picking and choosing what part of the conversation you're showing and you're telling. Because if you're going to do that, then put it all out there. From the start of the conversation, what, what was said all the way through. Don't just pick and choose where you got called a name and then be like, see? But to play devil's advocate, especially, <laughs> he put extra adjectives in there. I mean, to call your kid a multi-word... <laughs> I mean, he put his back into that. Do you know what I'm saying? So if, I, if that was my parent, I mean, just imagine how hurt you would be. And then you do something immature or acting out, like putting on social media. And we talked about that. Wasn't the, he, he should have tapped the... Tapped the prefrontal cortex. That wasn't the prefrontal cortex when he uploaded that. <laughs> he was an emotion brain. Yeah. But that's the thing, right? It's like being in survival mode all the time is yeah. acting off of emotion brain. There's very little regulation there. Okay, Dr. Taj, I feel like... No, I just... <laughs> I genuinely struggle with... I think because as an adult, right? Regardless of the interactions I've had with other adults within my family... I can't see myself justifying <laughs> what all went on. I, 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 I just feel like, okay, sir, ma'am, all parties involved, I need to step away. Like, that would be the simplest, easiest way because apparently if this has been going on for years and you haven't been in the home for years, there's a reason why. You know what I mean? And sure. I just feel like, you have, like, just let it. I could love you from a distance. Like, and I just, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't, there's no other way to sort of manifest. Like, it's, and I think for me, even after he apologized twice, Kurt Franklin apologized once by himself and then mm -hmm. once with his wife on Tamron Hall. So are you still, yeah, but, like, why are you, what, what, what do you, what, what, are you looking for now? Like no one has, like, it's not like you're trying to change the narrative. It's not like you're trying to tell your part. And I think that's where I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. Had he tried to tell his part after dad apologized, after Kurt Franklin apologized, then maybe I could be like, all right, well, it was coming from a genuine place. Like you really wanted 
to fix things. Like you're genuinely trying to fix the relationship. I don't, I didn't, I didn't feel that. There wasn't that vibe for me, but. I think it's might be because like, if this is how their relationship has been for years and then that's your parent, right? Nobody can hurt you more than their parent. So I see him as probably someone who has trauma. And so everything he does is from that survival brain. Mm-hmm. Like what you're talking about is a mature response to somebody being disrespectful. Like, okay, I'm not even going to go there. I'm just going to distance myself from you. But I feel like when you have tra- a trauma history, and I don't know if he does or not, but I would just assume, I don't know if he's that mature. I mean, clearly he's not. That's when, like, I guess that goes to the part that we don't know how this argument started right. Started off. You know, but either way, to get to the, I'm just thinking about myself as a parent, to be taken to the level of anger to call my son. Yeah, like, what did he do to him? Did he, like... Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, can you ever see yourself as a parent getting that angry? Where you would call your child? Those words? It happens. It does happen. And that's not to take away from the people that lose their cool. That's not to make them feel like they're less of a parent because no. it's happened. <laughs> no. It happens. You <laughs> like just you wonder can't... what leads to that. Right. But it, like, regardless of what, like, it ha- like everyone, you, you're co- sometimes the coping skills don't work. They just legit don't work. Everybody's been at work. <laughs> and there's been that one person that hit that last good nerve. That is true. But it's to your point, though. Like, when it's toxic like that, you do the mature thing to do. is like, I'm just going to keep my distance. Right. And maybe also maybe we're also saying that Kirk Franklin probably should have not engaged at that point. Right. If, if you know that you've been battling with your son for however long, how did the conversation even get to that level to begin with? Like, as a parent... <laughs> Now, don't get me wrong. I think parenting is the hardest job yeah. to Which be goes tasked back with. To, say, you could say it that. happens. <laughs> it happens. It's a lot of emotions. It yeah. A lot of words. That's so true. Like, it goes back to it happens. Like, it's not, to, it's not to take away from <laughs> this one. It's not to label this one incident as he's the worst parent ever. Yeah. It's not. Because it happens. Right. I didn't mean to call you out your name, son. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, ha- it, ha- it happens. How many times? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you won't even do it. But I guess what, what we're saying is you can have compassion for both sides. Right. Right. For the parent that's super frustrated, that maybe, you know, out of anger, frustration, tiredness goes a little bit over the deep end versus the child <laughs> who feels, you know, like genuinely hurt by the person that brought them into this world and has been charged to love and protect and and care for them no matter what you know so I think there you know you can have compassion for both sides but my question for you guys is because Kirk Franklin said he also tried to get the family therapist on the phone during this conversation so if he had called one of y'all what would you have said in the midst of all of the arguing so here's what we're going to need to do. We're going to have to end this conversation. 
And I am willing to talk to each of you individually because right now, collectively, this is not working. So who would like to call first? Because I'm here waiting for your call. This clearly is not working. Okay. And what would be your thoughts behind that intervention, Dr. Taj? What would be my thoughts on the intervention? Yeah. Like, why would that be your intervention at that particular time? Because I need to separate the two because clearly, collectively, it's not working. So separate the two talk to sort of hear each person's perspective and what happened in the conversation and then sort of provide alternatives to what's been, what was said. Like if this situation were to happen again, how could we do this differently? What coping skills could we use? What tools that you've been taught previously that you could possibly use that you haven't used in a while? Sort of reaching into your toolbox and using some, some tools. Okay. But for a, for a long while, <laughs> we will not be doing family therapy at all. It's not going to happen. Because it doesn't work. Can't even get through a phone conversation. Mm -mm. Okay. What do you think, Dr. Nikia? I mean, first I would just be listening like, what? I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Because you wouldn't have been able to get a word in. So at first it's like, wow, okay, collect some data. And then I think it depends, like, are they, have, how much do I already know? I mean, have I been working with them for a while so I know the history of this? Because that's going to determine like what happens next, right? Is this their dynamic or have they not seen each other for years and I've been just working with one of them? Um, I feel like I'm quick too at some point to be like, yeah, that's a toxic relationship. You're gonna have to just agree to disagree and, and, and leave it like that and just deal with the sadness of it if mm -hmm. it's a family member. And from that one phone call, that's where I would be leaning, but it really depends on the context and all the details. But yeah. to Taj's point, like, obviously not right then. Yeah. What would you do, Dr. Gaines? Well, I'm also sitting here thinking, are they both in their own individual therapy? Because that also is going to determine how you work with them, too. Yeah. Like, at, like, what place are these two people coming in from? You know, like, have they figured out or do they have a good understanding of their triggers, their dynamic, their traumas, or are they still in a place where they're arguing sort of mindlessly, right? Like they're, they're, they're arguing because they're just stuck in the cycle and haven't identified how they got here and how it's maintained. So, I mean, I agree with both of you guys. I don't think probably that specific time would be the best to have a session. Um, I think also too talk to them about like Dr. Tasha regulating because you nothing is going to get done when they're both in such an emotionally aroused state because we you know we've said it here before your emotional brain and your rational brain don't work well together one is online the other one's offline and so you need to get to a point where you can be a little bit more calm to think about things in a more rational way. So I agree with Dr. Taj. What are we going to do in this moment to help us calm down? 
happen. It has to happen. It has to happen because I think. Oh no, no, go ahead. I think too that like, just from the little bit you guys told me, do they even want a relationship with each other, or was this just like a random conversation they had about something they had to? It didn't. If they haven't seen each other in years, like, do they even want to work on having better communication, or are they just like, this could never work? That would be another thing I think to explore in therapy. Because they, they sound like they're both coming from very hurt yeah. places. Mm-hmm. And so in that, do you even want the relationship at this point in time? Dr. Taj is saying, this is not helpful. <laughs> it's not helpful I, I don't to be. Think I, no, I didn't say that. No, I meant for the two of them to be. Right. Like, it's yeah. not. It's not. Because it's like, whatever... Whatever was said, right, good, bad, or indifferent, that led up to, right, that led up to the explicitives. You have to wonder why, like, what triggers were hit? Mm -hmm. What triggers were hit in the conversation before the recording? What triggers were hit even after the recording? And how long was it before we got to that point? So it's like... If you can't have a five-minute conversation with your child and or your parent, then we might just want to table this for a little bit. I'm going to need y'all to just not talk for a little bit. <laughs> Let's just get our individual lives in order, work on some good coping. Like, there's some skills that need to be learned and used and practiced in other situations and generalized in other situations in order for this relationship to give a give a give a twirl around and try again and if we try it again and it doesn't work then maybe you have to love from a distance yeah i think the other thing too the other skills that could probably be built is communication so in addition to self-regulation like how do you even communicate what it is you're feeling what it is that you're wanting from the person because Clearly, the way they're communicating, just in the snippet that we did here, uh-huh. is not effective. <laughs> like, they're both communicating a need, right? Like, Kirk Franklin said that he was feeling very disrespected. Uh-huh. And judging from his son's actions, seems like he's also coming from a hurt place. Uh-huh. And so, how are they communicating those things and being understood by the other person? Which is fair. Like that need that needs work. Separately. <laughs> Separately. Separately. Cause collectively that thing ain't working. Mm-mm. No ma'am, no sir. So that's why I'm, I would wonder if they're both seeing somebody individually to process some of that. It'd I'm, be good if they were. I feel like the phrase is said all the time, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So how do we get out of this hurt place? To heal. Enough, right, to be able to, because you have to deal with your own stuff individually before you can then engage in a relationship. Right. And then you have, and then I would wonder the question, do you even want to heal? Right, because it's been going on for so long. Are you just used to this? In a you very- can say that again, Doctor Taj. No, because I think a lot of people 
grow yeah. up in such traumatic situations that it becomes normal right. and it's regular. True. And this is all we know. Right. And you get the, well, this is how I am. So you have to accept me. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I don't. I sure don't. <laughs> I can love you from a distance. Or this is how my parents did it. So I'm going to do it the same way. And that's that generational curse. That yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, that it just has the feel of being like a multi-generational thing. Like two men trying to be father and son. And who knows what happened in Kirk Franklin's history. But I don't know. It just has that feeling of like... Maybe he didn't learn how to have a good, he didn't have a great relationship with his parent. And then two men and egos and pride and not really talking about their feelings because they were basically like about to fight. It sounded like. Right. Like I'm thinking about my own relationship with my mom, right? Has she been mad at me? Absolutely. Uh Uh-huh. Have we had one-sided arguments, meaning has she, you know, yelled and said some stuff to me and I'm just like, okay, ma, absolutely. But have I been arguing with her back on the inside? Absolutely. Keynote, inside. (laughs) Carry on. Right? So, but I'm just thinking about the way that she related to me, even, you know, when things weren't great. I mean, me and my mom have a pretty good relationship, so it was never like anything too out of control but because of that relationship can I ever see myself getting to the point with my daughter calling her out of her name you get what I'm like you get what I'm saying like I don't know if I could now maybe if I get into that situation we gotta come back and have this talk again. But I just can't see myself, no matter how mad she may make me, get to the point where I would call her out her name. But if you did, that doesn't make you a bad mom. It makes you human. And I think that is my sticking point. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, we all put our pants on one leg at a time. We all put our shirt on. Yeah, people lose it. That's you know, true. and 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 that's what it is. Like, but I guess the point is if you get that mad at your kid, right? Or some family member where you're called, where you're like called, not called, but if you get to the point where you're that mad, then it's like, we got some serious issues to work on, right? Because by the time you get that upset at a family member, especially your kids, yes, it's normal to get upset. But I think, you know, if one of, if you get that mad, I think everybody or reasonably people are like, wait a minute, what do I need to figure out here? Because I don't even want to be that mad. I certainly don't want to talk to my kid like that. It still, I think, warrants some, like, reflection. Yeah. And I think I was speaking more towards, like, the generational thing, right? Like, because the relationship that I've had, can I see myself ever getting to that point? But maybe for somebody like Kirk Franklin, maybe something like that was also in... The relationship with his dad. I don't know. I'm making large speculations yeah. here. But I think it all goes back to what maybe has happened in your life, what you've been exposed to, what is, you know, normalized. You know, and we don't also, like, at some point, maybe, like, did his son completely break his trust? 
Is he just completely burnt out on trying to be a good parent? Mm-hmm. Right? Because maybe it's not multi-generational. Maybe it's just like we have no idea behind the scenes how many years they've kind of, which is what they said, right, on that, in the interview? Yeah, he said there's been a lot of years they've been working at this. So maybe he's just at the end of his rope. I mean, clearly he was that day. <laughs> Listen, and like Dr. Tasha, it happens. Yeah, it does. It happens. Not to, I mean, just to factor in too, like, we all have work stress and it's hard being a parent to your point, but his job in particular has got to be tough because he's on this pedestal. He has this whole flock and he's like their spiritual leader. That's a lot of pressure. To be a celebrity and then to be a gospel celebrity. Yeah. So he's out there like, everyone's looking at him like spiritual model of, you know, closer than Jesus, closer to Jesus than them, that's a lot of pressure. You okay over there? Yeah. I'm good. I am good. I'm good. Should we we do an energy check? My energy is still a 3-4. My energy is still a 3-4. I just, you know, for me, it's just, I think just reading sort of all the commentary you know, when this first came out, some folks, some Christians in the church were very like, how dare he? That's not the godly way. And then in my mind, I'm like, okay, and see, that's why there are many people that are avoidant of the church for these theories and concepts of alone. The godly way. Of the godly way, right? As yes. opposed to looking at a person for being human. Um, which everybody is. Um, I think the young man and Kurt need have some work, you know, and I'm quite sure they've, they've tried to put in work. They may need a little more. Um, you know, and uh, time will tell. And But <laughs> is it really my business? No. It really ain't our business. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, so it's not really my business. So I'm okay. Just, you know, the one thing I would recommend, though, is if you're in a toxic relationship, trauma, traumatic relationship with a family member, friend, whatever, that you seek the resources. Yeah, and I think decide where your limit is, right? Like, because some things you can't really come back from. I mean, and you don't want to be fighting with your parent like physically fighting like certain lines when you cross that i think it's a good moment to be like okay maybe we need to just right. kind of be separate love each other from a distance like you said yeah so how do we flip the script oh i thought that's what you guys were doing <laughs> i kind of did too <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so would you like to summarize dr Gates? oh okay so um i think one thing that we've said is to take space mm-hmm. right like this is not working at this particular point in time then maybe we don't have this discussion mm-hmm. right now um <laughs> number two you know if you are a parent and you have been frustrated to the point where maybe you said some things to your children out of anger you know that doesn't make you a bad person it is okay. The, the, I think the goal is to get to a place where you can reflect on, okay, like what happened? 
and how did I get to this point and how do I figure out how to not let it get like that again and what what does that look like you know that's different for everybody um coping skills maybe not engaging in a relationship at this point in time going to your own individual therapy you know just trying to decide what's best for you um and then thinking about is if this relationship is healthy to engage in at all right now right with something else we brought up so just because you were born into a family doesn't mean you have to have a relationship say that again just because you were born into a family doesn't mean you have to have a relationship especially if that relationship is not causing you any good it's not helping you grow it's not helping you succeed if the only thing that it's bringing you is heartache stress trauma, what have you, then it is okay to seek therapy to mourn that loss. Do not have to stay in a situation that is unhealthy. Did I miss anything, you guys? You covered it all. That was great. All right. All right. Thank you for listening. If you want to reach out, give us some feedback, ask us some questions, feel free to reach out. The doctors at being thepodcast.com, the doctors at beingthepodcast.com. Feel free to check out our website, beingthepodcast.com. And you can find us at Being the Podcast on both Facebook and IG. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.